I'm David Fedor, and on today's episode of Bee Gees and Me. And my heart just about fell out of my chest. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm never going to paint again. <laughs> so I'm going to put it down. Where are my brushes? I'm going to burn them. I decided to make it fun. You have to make it fun. Barry Gibbs said that if it's not fun, don't do it anymore. And for me, the fun part is to create. And the Bee Gees carry me to a place of magic, their music. It just makes my heart full and I put it down on canvas, whatever I feel. And that harmony is what I was looking for because the harmony and the love and the beauty that they create it's like the best things in life in song form. And that's what I want to feel when I'm painting. I want to feel that magic. So I feel like I'm connecting with them when I'm painting. Welcome to Bee Gees and Me. I'm David Fedor. This episode is all about art and love. My guest, Scott Campbell, is an artist who's been posting some incredible Bee Gees paintings on Facebook. His first one, a portrait of Barry Gibb, created quite the stir in one of the Bee Gees Facebook groups. The mixed reviews ended up being quite comical. And when Gibb family members started becoming involved in the comment section, things got even more interesting. Uh, Scott shares some insight into his feelings about all of that during our chat, so stick around. First, a couple housekeeping things. A reminder to everyone that I have a YouTube channel where I post videos about the Bee Gees and Bee Gees things, some looks at albums and merchandise, sometimes their conversations, kind of like this podcast. My ask is that if you're listening to this and if you're a Bee Gees fan, please subscribe to my channel. One of the things that helps the videos out to get in the rotation, uh, to get likes and view counts and all that, uh, is, is help through people subscribing to the channel. So go to YouTube, type in Bee Gees and Me, go to the channel and hit subscribe. It would help so much. Thank you in advance. Um, like I said before, this podcast episode is about art. And I like to consider myself an artist, or at least over the years, I've dabbled in various forms of art. I used to draw a ton when I was a kid. I was super into comic books and all that stuff. Uh, my grandfather was an amazing painter and sculptor. Um, and the crazy thing about him was that he didn't really do too much of that until he retired. He was, he was in the army. He, he, you know, came back and worked in the steel mills in Pittsburgh for years. Um, and after he retired, he finally started painting and sculpting and did wood sculptures and, and his work was incredible and, and so amazing. And it was such an inspiration to me when I was a kid to see the stuff that he was doing. I like to think that I inherited some of his talent. Um, I, I did drawings and paintings through school and things like that, but never pursued it to a point where I became an expert in anything. Um, like I was always like, okay, I could do this a little, I could do that a little. 
my parents didn't really support me in that way. Like it was always like, get a real job or, or grow up and stop playing around that type of thing. So art was always this hobby that I did on the side if I had time, but especially, you know, after college and stuff, graphics, graphic arts, performance arts, t-shirt design, even stuff like this, videos and podcasting. It's all like a way I express myself through art. And I always wondered what it would be like if I was able to put more time and effort into artistic things when I was younger. So of course, during this pandemic, one does a lot of thinking and a lot of soul searching. Many of us had you know, time on our hands because we were quarantined at home or, or laid off. So there I was at home with two small children when I saw my son drawing a lot. My oldest son, he's five, his name is Griffin. Um, he, he's, he's always drawing or writing or scribbling things and there's paper all over the house. And I decided, you know what, I'm going to start drawing with him. So, you know, what started as a couple doodles turned into like some superheroes and things like that. And, you know, I was getting my groove back. So I got a couple better pencils. And then instead of using this scrap paper like he was, I, I was using better paper and I got myself a tablet. And before I knew it, of course, I was drawing pictures of the Bee Gees. Because of course I would. <laughs> That's just how I work. So um, I did a couple. You could see them on my social media pages at BGs and Me on Instagram and Twitter and BGs and Me on Facebook. Uh, and then in a crazy twist too, the BGs social media page actually shared one of my drawings, which was an absurd honor. So lately I've been encouraged to follow this art thing a little bit more, you know, because why not? This pandemic hasn't really been great for my creativity at times, but it's also made things a lot clearer in some ways too. Like what's important? What am I passionate about? What inspires me? And that's why I'm so excited about this episode, because like I said at the top of the show, it's about art and it's about love. And it doesn't get any bigger in terms of art and love and the Bee Gees as it does with Scott Campbell, who channeled his love for the Bee Gees and used the music of the Bee Gees to inspire his artwork and then turning around and using that artwork to raise money for charity and not just any charity. He's literally helping sick and dying children. It doesn't get any more inspirational than this. So let's get to my conversation with Scott Campbell right after this quick message. All right, welcome to Bee Gees and Me. I'm David Fedor, and I'm thrilled to be joined today with the artist Scott Campbell. Scott, welcome to Bee Gees and Me. Thank you, David. It's good to be here, and I appreciate what you do. I really do. Uh, I, I do it out of the love of continuing the Bee Gees legacy to, to get more ears on their music and their fabulous careers. And, um, you know, hopefully going forward, we could have more people joining the Bee Gees fan family. So the younger kids need to know 
that they were such an influence on modern music that uh, the heart that they put into their music and the genius, this pure genius, uh, the brothers created such wonderful music. And I think that the young kids are coming back around to that. I really do. And hearing the new album, Greenfields, is just amazing how Barry can flip over to, to country like that. It yeah. just proves his genius, really, it does. It, it, and it, I was just listening to Butterfly, and it just makes my heart feel so <laughs> full, uh, and just full of love and full of creative juices. They just flow, and it's just a wonderful thing. Yeah, it's w wonderful that this new album is getting a lot of new ears on uh, yes. the Gib yes, catalog, is. especially um, with the country music aspect leaning heavily. All of a sudden, people who know these other artists might be hearing these Gibb right. songs for the first time, which is a brilliant marketing move. Um, it is. But, but it's also it's giving genius. us, yeah, it's, it's giving us some great new uh, material as well. And songs like Butterfly or songs um, from uh, with Alison Krauss. Oh my, what a perfect choice for the song. Uh, yeah, my favorite is Run To Me with um, Brandy Carlisle. Uh, I've seen Brandy Carlisle. I've seen her a couple times live and, and the two of them, I didn't know that it was a dream duet that needed to happen, but it did. And it was I, great. I know his falsetto and vibrato, he's, he's bringing out a lot of the, vibrato, uh, the uh, vibrato that he didn't when he was younger. It's just beautiful. Uh, his voice gets better with time. Yeah. And, and I think with it's like a fine wine. Yeah. Yeah. And, and with the modern technologies and stuff, he's able to recreate the instrumentation of these old songs in ways that Genius. they couldn't back then as well. There were two bonus tracks off of um, the Target edition that had with the sun of my eyes and um, in the morning of my life that mm. are fantastic. They're Barry only. And I like them better because it's Barry only. I don't have to deal with the other people. And yeah, um, but the instrumentation is so good on those. And it's yeah. such, uh, such wonderful recordings. Uh, and I'm excited, excited for that. But um, yeah. I, so I have such a long history with the Bee Gees. <clears throat> I grew up and I, I remember one of the first experiences I had with music and my father, he was, he was an artist as well. He, uh, my sister played the Saturday Night Fever album. And my dad didn't typically like that kind of music. He was old school. He was from World War II era. Okay. So he liked the big band music. And my sister popped on <clears throat> Saturday Night Fever. And we heard the music from that era. And my, my dad just turned his head around. He's like, hold on a minute. I like that. He gets <laughs> up and he taught the entire family how to dance. And he taught us how to move with the bass and the drums and the music. This is a very strict, stern man, but it got him out of his chair and wow. he was dancing. And he said, that man that sings that song is amazing. And I never forgot that. And they just kind of stuck with me. I used to, <laughs> I used to idolize Barry Gibb when I was a kid. And I saw the album cover and he had the shirt with the, with the little neck charm, the gold medallion. Yeah. And that, I thought that was so cool, man. <laughs> I used to put string and a Gatorade cap. <laughs> I'm serious. That was a that was such a major part of my life, that music. And it's been with me ever since. It's been with me through good times, through bad times, 
and I tell you, they're like part of my family. They just wow. that's yeah, it's I love it. similar to when I discovered them. I as soon as I heard Barry's distinctive vocals, um, I was hooked from yeah. the very beginning. Of course, mine was in 1993 with the right. Sizes and Everything album and right. uh, Paying the Price of Love. But uh, but yeah, once once the Bee Gees was 76. Yeah, once the Bee Gees get their hooks in on you, oh, oh, there's no letting go. Uh, truly genius. They are, um, I, I got a chance to speak to Barry's sister because of the Barry painting. So yeah, let me introduce that because uh, the reason that you're here on the podcast today is because this week you posted in one of the Bee Gees Facebook groups a painting yeah. that you did. And yeah. it sparked some interesting reactions and uh, <laughs> which art does. Art is designed to get conversations going and some people's styles aren't as great as others. Um, but the it very- Totally, uh, just uh, got so big. I couldn't believe it so fast. <laughs> the very first comment on it. So <laughs> it, was, it was Leslie uh, Evans, Barry's right. older sister says right. one word. One word. Terrifying. And my heart just about fell out of my chest because I, <laughs> because I know she's the fifth BG and I'm like, oh my God, I'm never going to paint again. <laughs> so I'm going to put it down. Where are my brushes? I'm going to burn them. <laughs> and so it really got me. And I was like, well, what do I do? I don't want to offend her in any way at all. Yeah. And if I felt like I did, I so I typed a, a letter to, to Marion and I said, would you please take the berry down? <laughs> uh, I don't want to offend any member of the family. And then from there, it just went crazy. People yeah. were saying, it's amazing. I love it. And some people hated it. And some girl said, I didn't know human anatomy. And then some other lady <laughs> said, no, you don't know how to be nice. And I'm like, wow, I don't have to say anything. I'm just going to sit and watch this. It's just inspiring how people from all walks of life just jumped in on it and had an opinion. I'm like, yeah. this is powerful. This is it's, very powerful. It's one thing that about Bee Gees fans is they're very protective of the brothers. Yes. They'll defend and jump in and and oh, and be Lord. very, they're very attached with their hearts. And Hazel Gibb also commented. She's, yeah, one of the cousins, I think. Cousin, uh, yeah. yeah and of, she, of was, she was on my side and just <laughs> got in there and was, well, Tell let me, me about the, the Gibbs and their, their claymores. And I'm like, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah let me, I, too, so. I have them pulled up here. Let me read them for the, the uh, people listening or watching who might not have seen it. That was um, amazing. It's an amazing thing that's ever happened to me. <laughs> so <laughs> Leslie Evans says terrifying, which a lot of people reacted to or laughed at. Uh, I gave the laugh emoji personally yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then a couple people jump in and say, don't mock his creations. And other people yeah, say, yeah. that's that's their brother. She could say whatever she wants. Uh, mm -hmm. Hazel Gibb chimes in and says, uh, it is terrifying, but I love it. Which Hazel, oh. uh, which Leslie replies with, so do I. Thank you, Hazel. <laughs> um, Leslie says, please don't take it down. I really do love it. It's such a nice change from all the super handsome paintings I know. Um, so, uh, and, and the most amazing part of this entire thing is that I got to hear a childhood story yes. about Barry being yes. pushed around on a bicycle with his broken arm and, and his twisted face. And she said, she put the comment terrifying because it reminded her of 
when they were younger and he had a, a terrifying grin on his face and <laughs> says yeah I it says necessarily wanted to have that reaction but i did i wanted it to be something different yeah so she and, says you did not offend me it reminded me of a time when barry would chase me around the house with his arm twisted around it was set funny after a broken arm when he was little i put him on his little bike and pushed him down the path and he fell off and he always had a crazy grin. That's like, wow, that, that's the most, and I, I had to comment, I said, I can't believe I'm even talking to the fifth BG here. <laughs> this is amazing. Well, I mean- and Who gets to do that every day? Yeah, your art inspired Leslie Evans's memories of her childhood with Barry Gibb. Like, that's, that's awesome. Touching. So touching. And uh, I tell you, God works. I, I have to bring God into this. I hope you don't mind. Go right. But I have. I have to give glory to God uh, because I prayed when all of this initially started for me, and I wanted to do something for the kids of St. Jude's, and I knew that I wanted to do it with art. So the events that conspired, I feel, God put me into this situation, and I'm hoping that it'll be something really good for them. Well, so. You um, talked with me and said that you have been doing these paintings for a number of years. Yes. And instead of selling your paintings, you always give them away. And instead of asking for things to be sent, money to be sent to you, you say, make a donation to St. Jude's Children's Hospital. Every penny. It's not just Bee Gees um, paintings that you do. It's all kinds of landscapes and, and I do pictures. landscapes, but let me tell you, uh, before I get into the St. Jude's, I, I was just listening to Butterfly. And I walked out in the hallway, and the first thing that I saw was a butterfly on the wall. I wish I could take the camera over there and show you. My wife collected uh, butterflies. Oh, wow. So I looked at a butterfly. I heard the song Butterfly. I wasn't even looking for it. It just randomly popped up on my playlist. So I'm thinking about painting a butterfly. Oh, nice. But I'm going to incorporate Bee Gees into it somehow. They have to be in it. So maybe this is a thing. Yeah, that's a that's uh, a great idea. I think I'm being pushed into the, the direction. I think um, <laughs> the Gib magic sucked me in. And I think, <laughs> I think it's going to be a thing. Well, I, I know they're the, the Bee Gees fan base loves co collecting things. They love yes. supporting the Bee Gees. And of course, supporting charities and making donations like St. Jude's. So, um, yeah, if 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 uh, if there are people willing, I, I I know there are people willing. So uh, I'm looking forward to seeing some of these creations that you have coming out. And, oh yeah, um, the, the I, I, sure inspire a lot of something opened up in my heart, and I want to I want to put it on canvas. I went and bought five blank canvases today, and I'm just going to go nuts. I'm going to be creative, and of course. Um, I used to be uncomfortable when I painted. I had an uncomfortable old chair and some old paint brushes and, and um, I decided to make it fun. You have to make it fun. Barry Gibbs said that if it's not fun, don't do it anymore. That was a quote from him. Nice. So I got to thinking about that and he's right. If it's not fun, don't do it. And for me, the fun part is to create and the Bee Gees carry me to a place of magic, their music. It just makes my heart full and uh, I put it down on canvas, whatever I feel. And I just, uh, I, when you can have a hobby that helps someone else, that's such a blessing. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's 
something that is sharing a part of yourself because like you said it it you were moved to make it and you have a distinctive style i've uh, you sent me a couple other pictures that uh you've painted other paintings that you've painted i should say um and it's they're beautiful seascapes i the one you sent with the with the sky looks so beautiful um just anything and whatever whatever comes into my mind wherever i want to escape to mm -hmm. i'm all about traveling in your mind and your imagination it's so relaxing to put on the music to get a cup of tea, to just escape. You can go anywhere. You can, you can pick a spot anywhere in the world and just go there on campus. And it's it's just magic. Well, that's great. And music I, I, is a big part of that. Did Did you listen to music, the Bee Gees music, while you were painting that? Oh God, yes. <laughs> oh, Lord, yes. My entire playlist is Gib, Bee Gees, uh, Greenfields. Now is yeah. on top. I have um, an entire playlist of just Bee Gees. Uh, I never get sick of them. And I swear every time I hear one of their songs, it sounds different. Yeah. I've been listening to their music for what, 40 years? And I can listen to Too Much Heaven and it sounds like I just heard it. I'm, I'm the same way, like my ear will catch one specific instrument and follow that through the course of the song. Mm -hmm compared to like another time it's like oh now i'm just going to listen to the bass yeah, line for this whole thing or i'll listen to the drums or bass the bass yeah. uh, but let me tell you mo mm. came in in the harmonies and just made it magic and you had the falsetto and robin with the high there was two highs and a low and i don't know if you've ever heard i'm sure you have but uh maurice did his own music separate from the Bee Gees. Mm -hmm. And it's just uh, amazing that all of those voices came together and just were magic, that harmony. Yeah. And that harmony is what I was looking for because the harmony and the love and the beauty that they create, mm -hmm. it's like the best things in life in song form. And that's what I want to feel when I'm painting. I want to feel that magic. So I feel like I'm connecting with them when I'm painting. Uh, I put it down and I'm, I'm feeling their, their love and their, their harmonies and, and it just guides my hand, you know, that's beautiful. That's powerful. Yeah. Now tell me about St. Jude's cause my mom, I spoke with her earlier today cause I um, knew either her or my dad. I thought it was my dad, but it was my mom who has over the years supported St. Jude uh, Children's Hospital for, for a long time. Uh, yeah. She says that whenever, you know, people pass away, she, instead of buying yeah. flowers, she always makes the donations to St. Yeah. Jude's. Um, Let me get into why I decided to, to start the St. Jude's thing. Mm -hmm. it, it's not, um, it's not a typical story. It's kind of, kind of weird, but I, I had a flu and I was sick a few years back. And I remember I was grumpy and complaining and cussing and just feeling miserable, feeling sorry for myself. And I turn on the TV and I see a St. Jude's commercial. And these kids don't have, some of them don't have long to live and they're very sick and they've gone through hell. They've gone through chemo and they're dying, some of them, and they just smile and i thought to myself what i'm sitting here with a little flu complaining and these kids are dying and they're smiling it's like a gift that god gave them to get them through that their smiles and their smiles are what got me because through all that pain they smile and 
I just felt like I needed to help them somehow. So that's how this, this painting thing got started. Wow. I've done um, 260 paintings and every single one was for donations. That's incredible. And I promised and God that I would paint until my hands fall off. <laughs> and I'll just keep painting and I will never take a dime for a single painting. I never have and I never will. That's incredible. St. Jude's, um, or I keep saying St. Jude's, but it's St. Jude Hospital. Children's Hospital. So um, people could find out more information about that at stjude.org. For some of our listeners who might not be aware, it is a children's hospital for uh, sick children. Oftentimes it's cancer. And they, St. Jude themselves, the organization, the hospital, doesn't take any payment from the families that it helps. No. So they're there strictly. Same. Yeah, everything is donated through things like what you're doing, Scott. Um, Small donations that add up to a, a lot of donations that add up to um, the families being assisted mm -hmm. and never having to pay a single dime. All they have to worry about is their sick kid and taking care of their, their kid and yeah. nothing else. And that's, that's great. Danny Case started it. Yeah, on their website, it says the mission of St. Jude, uh, Jude's, on their website, it says the mission of St. Jude Children's Research Hospital is to advance cures and means, and means of prevention for pediatric catastrophic diseases through research and treatment. Yes. Consistent with the vision of our founder, Danny Thomas, and now his daughter, Marlo Thomas, does a lot of stuff with it. Uh, no child is denied treatment based on race, religion, or family's ability to pay. Unlike any other hospital, the majority of our funding comes from individual contribution. And thanks to generous donors, families never receive a bill from St. Jude. Um, their, their motto is no child should die in the dawn of life. And that's what I go by. And you know, it's weird, David, uh, another weird thing that, that things, weird things happen to me all the time. <laughs> but um, it seems like every time I start painting and I listen, uh, St. Jude's commercial comes on. Wow. It's like it's talking to me. It's it's reaffirming that I'm doing the right thing. And um, it's just such a blessing to be able to help those children. That's that's my life's work. Oh, that's that's incredible. And and um, I really appreciate uh, what you do. And I'm looking forward to seeing these next series of butterfly uh, inspired paintings. So please, despite what anybody says on that uh, give message board, please post them. <laughs> like was said, I will never let uh, my wife told me I need to have thicker skin. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> She's right. So I'm going to do something to incorporate butterflies and the Gibbs. I don't know what yet, but it'll come to me. That's awesome. That is that is very cool. Um, what, one other thing I wanted to say about um, St. Jude. Um, I shop a lot. I obviously collect BG stuff, as you can see behind me. Yeah, yes, um, amazing. I buy a lot of things on eBay and um, a lot of things on Amazon, especially this past year where everything moved online people didn't go right. to stores they didn't go out so we just my family right. we just started we're finally coming out of it though I yeah mean. oh thank goodness um but i i shopped a lot on amazon which through amazon you're able to set up your purchases to benefit a charity so it's called amazon smile if you go into your amazon account you can actually do it where 
part of the proceeds that Amazon gets from the sale of some certain goods and services, it donates towards charities. St. Jude is one of them. So for the past couple of years, I've set mine and only buy mine through amazonsmile.com. And uh, it kicks a couple pennies and it adds up. Amazon has donated. It really does. Amazon itself has donated over $11 million to St. Jude since they started this um, Amazon Smile. I know a lot program. of people that do that and that's that's a good thing. That's yeah. a very good thing. So if anybody's um, watching or listening and they buy things from Amazon, set it up and it costs nothing extra for you. It's on the dollar, yeah. Yeah, mm -hmm. it, it, it comes off of the profits from the big corporations. Makes um, a big difference. Yeah, yeah, so. I'll tell you, um, I pay for all the supplies. I do the paintings and I don't want any money, but if anyone wants a painting, I will gladly do one for, for a donation to St. Jude. And and you do oils. This is all oils. Yes. And that's Oil something painting. cheap. That's not cheap. That's some yeah. that's some awesome, legit things. Um, do you have a website or a you place? Always provides for me though. Do you have a website or a um, a gallery on online that somebody could see your work? I, I should. <laughs> I don't. Uh, most of what I've posted in the past are has been on Facebook. Okay. And if anyone wants to friend me on Facebook, that that'd be great. Um, Scott Campbell, obviously, and just um, just friend me. I'll be glad to have you. And of course, if I come across anything, I'll share it with the BGs and me audience as well. Yes. Um, because I I definitely love what you're doing, the message Thank and you. the effort behind it. Yes, um, a lot of love. Yeah, if if anybody is listening, please, if you can, donate to St. Jude. Um, those kids deserve as much and everything that uh, we can give. Yes, they do. Thank awesome. You. Do you have anything else that you'd like to share or any other stories um, of your love of the Bee Gees? Just, I said, Barry's like a lighthouse that guided me to this. His voice, his spirit, his demeanor, um, just kind of it, it kind of moved me. Um, some of their music is very heartfelt and slow, but there's others that are just get off your chair and dance music. It, it's a big mixture of so many different things. It's like a, yeah. a plethora of emotions. And I'm just so, so proud to be here with you and talking about my favorite group in the whole world forever. <laughs> and man, it's just uh, surreal. It really is. Well, I mean, it's, 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 it's one of those things where you meet people because of mutual interests or, or because of coming across each other on, um, on Facebook or social media. And that's one of the things that I love about starting this Bee Gees and Me, um, the, the channel and, and the podcast is um, I've never in my 30 plus years of being a Bee Gees fan had a chance to talk with Bee Gees fans for some reason. And I keep laughing at this. Um, I didn't think to connect online. I've, I've been the only person in my circle of friends that like the Bee Gees. And, and mm -hmm. if, if I was a fan, it was always, I had to do the con the, you know, the one making people listen to the Bee Gees. And I always felt like I'd right. like uh, force my musical tastes on, on people. Um, just no, so I, I talk I'm proud them. of it. I'll sing. I'll sing too much heaven with the windows open, driving down the road in the crowd, crowd of people. I don't care. I love it so much. <laughs> um, I tell you, um, when when I was younger, 
I love the Bee Gees and I used to every all of my firsts were they're like the soundtrack for all of my firsts in life. Um, and when they came back in 87 with with that album, sure. I was like, yes, they did it. <laughs> like they're back, man. Alone yeah. is the most beautiful song from That's that album. I, mm -hmm. I, I love it so much. And the video is just amazing. Yeah, that was um that was the peak that I experienced them as well. Um, 97 was the year I graduated high school. So that summer I worked in an amusement park and everything was just alive. And, yeah. oh, and everything, like I, I, I still remember driving in the car with that CD in the CD Walkman that mm. is then plugged into the cassette tape in my 97 uh, Pontiac cool. Grand Am. And um, the- You win the, again, I mean. You win again was- Come on, man. And and for but some the, reason, the bagpipes they incorporated bagpipes into the song. Yeah, Morris had that a magic, uh, magical track. Yeah, I know. Uh, and and but that and, Scottish yeah. twist in there, <laughs> it just got them. me because my Scottish blood's like, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> it's awesome. Look, it kills me that that era, eighty-seven to one is pretty much an afterthought in all the stories. And um, that's. I don't think people realize how many songs the Bee Gees wrote for other artists. Yeah, yeah. The, well, during the '80s, when they couldn't get play as the Bee Gees, they all disappeared in the background and had their songwriting. Yeah, they're as, just amazing. As, uh, they're they're like the Mozarts and the Handels and the, and the Beethovens of our time. Yeah, and the I fact that and the fact that the three of them then come together and make that magic with that harmony, like you mentioned. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm looking for, that harmony. I want yeah. to feel that. I want to be a part of that. It's magic. Yeah. And that's great that you could take those feelings then while you're listening and feeling them. And oh, yeah. I feel have it. that influence what it goes, goes on, on the, the canvas, canvas, man. It really does. That is, I envy your creativity and your oh, it's love. It's love. It's, it's a gift from God. That is cool. Love it so much. So, uh, what is your favorite song then, or favorite era? Is, is well, it, is you put it... a you put a uh, contest. What's the <laughs> I did, song? and I commented <laughs> "Night Fever." Okay, and I can't believe I'm getting an opportunity to explain that, but <laughs> I will. It's like um, it has everything, all of the elements. It has the falsetto, it has the vibrato, it has the bass, it has. Uh, the slow and the fast and the first part of the song is very heartfelt and harmonizing. It just flows like a, a beautiful river and then it just goes into rapids like like a boat and then it slows back down into the calm water. It's like a, a roller coaster of, of yes. You know, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Night Fever is my favorite song. Wow, that's cool. Um, I I look back at I, or I listen back to this episode, and I, it was recorded a year ago, and um, I've you know edited it since. And part two hasn't come out yet, as we're having this conversation now. That's going to come out next week. Um, but I talked with uh, our expert Andrew Morn Hughes about um, our top ten list, and now when i look back and i think about it i'm surprised i picked you should be dancing as my disco representation um yeah it, um you should be dancing is also a very good get, get off your butt song it's it's yeah it's strictly a 
Let me tell yeah, you, the dancing 70s, man, the never 70s stops. Were it, buddy. It's just uh, happiness and yeah. just joy. But sunshine. A, a lot that, of those. That's part of the reason why I decided to put Barry on the beach. Yeah. I, I was like, I don't want to do a boring painting of Barry sitting in a chair with a guitar. And everybody does that. Right. Handsome, you know, the perfect <laughs> painting. I didn't want to do a perfect painting. I wanted to put my happiness yeah. in a place with other happiness. And to me, he represents like sunshine. So I put him on the beach in a beautiful place. Well, the that's the first thing that I saw was the... Yeah, vibrant the vibrancy of the colors the yeah. palm trees in the background uh you're from florida that Barry florida varies yeah. from florida that whole thing just screams i'm sorry sir barry <laughs> yeah put some respect on that name I've been sir. Calling him sir barry all week and here i am on video calling him oh lord like i know him i'm sorry <laughs> sir barry <laughs> but i mean the 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 definitely the energy and the light and the color and the yeah. vibrancy yeah. is captured and uh, it's a beautiful best part thing. of life the yeah. best part of life in song form yeah Magic. um to thank you so much for sharing you you know your passion with us yes and and thank you being vulnerable Allowing. yeah and being vulnerable to have people look at and critique your art i know it's not easy to yeah. do it was, it was hard it was i was like should i do it no, i don't know it took me a while I went back and forth and I'm like, just go for it, man. Just put it on there. I talked myself into it. I put it on there. And I'm like, he has perfect teeth. All <laughs> Gibbs have perfect teeth, man. That had to be a major part of the painting. So if yeah. people say that the teeth are too prominent, that's they, they have perfect teeth, man. Why not show them off? You know? Yeah, they they Come paid on. they paid to get those perfect teeth. Yeah, you need to man. show them off. If I had beautiful teeth like that, I'd be smiling for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a lovely painting uh you're awesome for doing it and again can't wait to see the the next ones yes sir thank you so much all right thank you scott god bless all right that has been this episode of bg's and me another special thank you to scott campbell look him up on facebook and contact him if you want bg's art He's incredible, and every cent he raises goes to help the sick and dying children at St. Jude, so that makes it even more incredible what he does. Uh, of course, for more information about the St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, go to stjude.org and switch over your Amazon account to a charity which costs you nothing at smile.amazon.com. As always, be sure to follow me on Instagram and Twitter at BGZME, like us on Facebook, and subscribe to our YouTube channel for great videos. Subscribe, 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 please. And please be sure to subscribe here where you listen to this podcast and rate it five stars. It helps so much. Thank you for listening to this episode. My name is David Fedor, and this has been BGZME. And many more.